continue on with our Joe Burrow conversation and the injury he suffered in practice today. Calf strain confirmed by the Bengals staff. Uh, good news that it's just a calf strain, strain, something he can, you know, rehab, take a couple mo- months. I mean, once again, not doctors. I don't know how any of this works. I just think back to Chris Paul always having some sort of calf strain. He was always out for like a month at a time. So maybe Burrow takes the preseason, uh, gets healthy, gets some rehab, and is ready to go towards the start of the season. How do you? How does this affect the way you're looking at the Bengals to either win the NFC North, they're uh, the favorites, plus 145, or you know, just in the AFC as a whole? Yeah, I think as of right now, you just kind of need to monitor the situation, right? We we don't want to overreact to, you know, Burrow and the, the calf strain and, and kind of see how, you know, the team approaches it. Um, it. You know, it could be out a couple weeks to rehab it and, you know, get better or whatnot. But this is the time where you have time for that stuff to happen. It's not like it's in season. You know, we really don't have to worry about it. But I would just kind of, you know, at this point, approach the Bengals the same way I would just have a little bit of a closer eye. Now, I don't know if I'd run to the window today and put money on Burroughs props or anything because, you know, we, we have to see how it plays out. But as far as, like, their outlook for the season and position in the division, um, I, this it doesn't really move the needle unless it's a, you know, bigger issue than they're letting on. But for right now, I mean, I still think the Bengals are the team to beat in the AFC North, could be the team to beat in the AFC because Burrow and, and Chase, that combination is only going to get better the more years they play together. And they've been so close the last couple of years. Like, it feels like this is the season that they finally get over the hump after, you know, being so close. Uh, five to one to win the AFC, nine to one to win the Super Bowl. If we look at Burroughs, regular season passing yards to, to lead the league in regular season passing yards, rather, uh, plus 600 sits just behind Patrick Mahomes. He's plus 400 to lead the league in regular season passing touchdowns. Once again, just behind Patrick Mahomes. Any of those markets, Mark, something that maybe you're going not necessarily want to get in on right now, but want to monitor and maybe jump in on as the season gets started? Yeah, I tend to gravitate more towards, you know, the player performance stuff like like his actual props or like the MVP, you know, something like that. If I like Burrow, I'd play him kind of more in that space because when you're dealing with uh, props like most passing yards or most touchdowns, mm-hmm. right, like game script is going to determine a lot of that, right? So if the Bengals are winning every week and they don't need, you know, they're not playing with a ton of urgency, the defense is playing better, they might not need to put up the most passing yards, might not need to throw up the most passing touchdowns. I do think the offense is going to be better, you know, like I alluded to, that connection. You know, that, that's our modern, you know, Marvin Harrison, Peyton Manning. Like, those guys were copacetic. They knew what each other was thinking at all times when they are on the field. You know, imagine year after year with these guys continuing to play together as long as, you know, Mike Brown doesn't do anything silly and, and get cheap and break this tandem up. Uh, they're just going to continue to get better every single year. So, um, I expect that. I mean, you know, but the, like most passing touchdowns, and they're, they're tough because you could easily get a team that – it's trailing a lot, a quarterback on a team that's trailing a lot that might not be that great, that might not have a good defense, you know, sneak up yeah. and, and, and win an award like that or, you know, statistically uh, get the number one spot there. Well, later in the show, we're going to go through some of those season-long uh, awards or, you know, uh, passing touchdowns, all of that jazz, leaders for the, the, the season-long um, numbers. 
And I have someone that I'm going to throw in for passing touchdowns. I think it's going to surprise you. But I'm going to save that for a little while. Hmm. Joe Burrow's personal passing yards this season, 4,425 and a half. I think with this injury, now it might not end up being anything uh, that's going to hold him out of games, might not miss any time. Bengals are still going to look like we expect the Bengals to look, with the exception that week one against the Browns. I mean, you have Miles Garrett coming at you. Are they Is, is Joe Burrow going to drop back 20, 30, 40 times in that game and risk being flattened by Miles Garrett? Or are they going to hand the ball off and let Joe Mixon run a little bit more? So all of a sudden it opens up questions to maybe do you take unders on Burrow? Maybe do you take unders on Jamar Chase? Burrow's not going to be throwing the ball quite as much early on in the season, those first couple of games. Do you take overs on Joe Mixon, knowing that maybe he's going to be running the ball a little bit more? Like those are just things that I, I have not run to bet anything. I don't plan on doing that over the next couple of days, but those are thoughts that kind of pop into my head of, Okay, how can you, how is this going to dictate the market at all? Or if the market doesn't move at all, like, can you still find any value with this? It sounds funny to say, can you find value out of this injury? I don't mean it in that sense, but are there bets you can make knowing that maybe the way they approach the game is going to change? I think so. I mean, in the sense that, you know, not only will you discuss, Kate, but, you know, let's say they're up, you know, 28 to three in the fourth quarter, week one against the Browns, right? They're going to, you know, Joe Burrow going to take every snap, you know, yeah. they, if that's the situation, you know, I, I don't know. So maybe they pull him a little bit early the first couple of weeks. If it's something that's lingering, you know, maybe it's not. He mm -hmm. just comes out there and he's throwing dimes all over the field and it's, you know, Joe Burrow, like he was back in LSU, right? Setting records. Uh, you know, it could go either way. You just kind of have to, you know, wait and see. But I think, you know, the the main takeaway here is that you just got to watch the market as a better and try and take advantage of an overreaction. You know, like, so if, you know, okay, maybe it comes out that, you know, Joe Burrow is going to, you know, stay off the field for two or three weeks, right? If his props plummet, you know, maybe that's time to hop in, knowing he's going to be back for the regular season. And a little two-week calf strain doesn't necessarily mean it's going to impact him during the entire season, you know. Or maybe it's something where you hit the over in week one, knowing that that might drive that number down and, you know, you take advantage. So I would just kind of sit back and see, like, hey, if there is some injury news, if he is out for a little while, is there an overreaction in the market that we can hop in, take advantage of, and play the other side? So in week one against the Browns, pulling up these lines here, although it's off the board at BetMGM right now, that's why I'm not finding it. I believe the Bengals were three-point favorites, and when I checked – I think it was right in that neighborhood, yeah. Hours ago, it had flipped, and the Browns were favorites. I'm not seeing it on the mm -hmm. board here at BetMGM. Um or offshore – well, it's uh, other places, Bengals still two-and-a-half-point favorites, so – Still kind of right around there. So things have not shifted as much. But, I mean, that's kind of to be expected. Like you said, not going to overreact quite yet. Half a point, sure. I'm not sure that really deters me from betting the Bengals or the Browns kind of swaying my side half a point right now. Not quite knowing Burrow's status. Yeah, now if this thing drops down and we're talking about, hey, Bengals minus one, you know, money line Bengals, then, hey, then yeah. we might be in business. We want to make a week one bet. But I'm not a big proponent of these week one bets earlier in the season. Last time I did that, we're going a couple years back, <laughs> took the Colts, thought it was a great spot, going to, uh, I believe it was San Diego then to play the Chargers. A uh, guy named Andrew Luck retired in the last preseason oh. game before the season started. <laughs> All of a sudden – 
all the CLV went away, and I was stuck holding the <laughs> ticket praying for Jacoby Brissett. The Colts ended up rushing for a ton of yards, ended up losing the game. I lost my bet. But if they had Andrew Luck, that would have been a winner. So I haven't gotten back into week one since then. For anyone that year that had Andrew Luck futures, did they get – like, did the books reimburse that? They had to have, right? Uh, I mean, they probably voided it all out, right? So if it was like yes, a prop, yes, I meant voided, not voided everything out. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Ugh. yeah, but it's still like I'm sure there were a lot of fantasy people made. You know, fantasy sports obviously oh, incredibly sure. popular. So in, in dynasty leagues, you got Andrew Luck. You were you were uh, you know not too happy, but you know, listen, it's the way it goes. My point being is, we never really know what's going to happen until we get to the season. You know, like we're we talked about earlier, this is the time where we hold our breath and hope our, you know, our players don't get injured and everybody stays healthy. When we watch these preseason games, we don't care what the final score is. We we want to make sure that everybody got through the game healthy. That's what the coaches talk about first when they get to the podium after the game. So. Um, you know, it's really tough to kind of dive into these week one markets because one injury can kind of, you know, flip a number. You know, a two and a half could turn into a three and a half. It makes a huge difference in the NFL. Joe Burrow was the next quarterback after Justin Herbert just got a big bag to sign a long-term contract and likely be the new richest quarterback in the NFL. How is this going to affect when that deal gets gets done and like do you think it's going to affect the number that he gets from the Bengals as well he's dealt with a lot of injuries like it's not really the ACL yes that was a big one but then he had the appendix last year like that's not his fault and not going to happen again so you you don't think any number is going to change I don't think so. I mean, listen, if I'm on the borough side in the agent, I'm not hearing any of that, right? I'm like, hey, listen, you yeah, want to no. pay me? I'll, we'll go play somewhere else, right? You know, and you can draft somebody <laughs> in the draft, you know? But I, I just think that Cincinnati knows, and even Mike Brown, who, you know, people are worried about, you know, how, you know, how much he'll spend with this team now that they're, you know, one of the tops in the NFL. Um, even him, in talking to him, like, he, I think he called – you know, Joe Burrow, like the heart of the team or something like that. Like he understands that Joe Burrow is everything in Cincinnati now and whatever the number is, they got to figure it out with them, you know, and he might, you know, listen, want to, you know, get him to kind of bring his number down as far as like, Hey, you got to leave me some room to build around the team or whatever, or structure the contract in a certain way. But um, Joe Burrow is going to get his money, whether he gets it from the Bengals or not. So, you know, this calf strain, I don't know. Does it make him a little more eager to sign the deal? Possibly. But I don't think players think like that. Like, players believe in themselves and believe they're always going to be healthy. They wouldn't be in that position if they didn't have that type of positive mindset. So, um, I, you know, as far as the contract, I just think, hey, man, when it's time for Joe Burr to get paid, he's going to get more than anybody else. I, I wonder, though, if this is going to affect the way other players approach preseason stuff, like training camp. I mean, the, the players – I mean, Nick Bosa's holding out until he gets his contract, which is smart. He doesn't want to go show up and, and play and risk getting hurt before he signs something. Are other players that, you know, are on contract years or waiting for something, are they maybe going to be a little bit more conservative in training camp or not want to participate at all for fear of getting hurt? Which, I mean, this is such a dangerous league and it, players get injured all the time. It's just, I mean, it's part of the game, but it almost feels like, if players are taking too many precautions or that's kind of going to be the norm going forward because you see things like Burrow first, uh, second practice of the season and he's already torn or strained his calf. That's got to be concerning for some players who might not be 
guaranteed the type of money that Joe Burrow is going to get regardless of his health, like you kind of just mentioned. Yeah, it's different when you're not a quarterback, right? It's, you know, quarterbacks yeah. and non-quarterbacks. It's almost like there's three tiers. There's quarterbacks, there's non-quarterbacks, and then there's running backs, right? And that's, that's a whole other story, <laughs> a whole other segment. But, um, you know, when you're not a quarterback, like, you do have to take extra precaution, I feel like. Uh, you know, especially a player like Bosa, who, you know, is an injury can change his career. You know, if, if he no, no longer has that burst around the edge, um, it's going to make a huge difference in his production. But it's a fine line, right? And, and I don't know if there's any specific answer. I don't think players know what the answer is. I think if they did, they would apply it. But, you know, you want the purpose of training camp is to get yourself ready. So when the action is live in September, you're not risking getting injured right you're prepared for the season that's it it's very root that's what the training camp is for so um you have to keep that in mind as well you can't do nothing you know you got to be ready when september comes around so um it's a delicate line that you have to walk you know as a player in the nfl but you know and each player is probably going to approach it differently we have the uh, afc north odds up on the board here, if you're watching online, you or if you're not watching online, if you're listening, you can go over to twitch.tv slash betql and watch us. On the board here, Bengals, obviously, the favorites to win the AFC North, plus 145. Ravens, Browns, Steelers are at the bottom, plus 490. I mean, Mark, I can't bet against the Bengals. Are you betting against the Bengals uh, or anyone else to win the North? I don't think I can, but I really like all these teams. And it sounds crazy, but, like, I really think that you know, all these teams are better than they were last year. So it, it's probably going to be a division that is determined by health. You know, it's going to be a war of attrition mm-hmm. and the healthiest team's going to be standing. But I think right now when we look at the division, it's the Bengals division until somebody can prove otherwise. Because, yes, the Ravens made a ton of offseason moves. They brought in, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. You know, they brought in a bunch of weapons, you know, for Lamar Jackson. Todd Monken's going to open up the offense. Everything looks great, right? That's a team that's gotten decimated by injuries to past couple years so are you going to bet your money on them being healthy you know and then you look like you look at the Browns who should be improved you know big year for Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson are they going to be able to deliver um I think so I think they'll be better but this is a tough division there are no easy wins in the AFC North so uh you know when I'm handicapping it today at this date I I still think it's the Bengals division yeah I'm with you I, I can't take anyone other than the Bengals right now. They seem, even with the Bur- even if Burrow's out for week one, week two, I would still probably take the Bengals to win this division. I think they're just that good this year. 